Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about the paranormal, conspiracy theories, myths, urban legends, all of the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is I'm going to tell three stories, two of which are from people on the internet that claim that these stories are true and one that I have made up myself. It is up to my guests and everyone at home watching and listening to try and figure out which is the fake story, which one is the one that I made up. Today's first guest only eats yogurt with fat in it, refuses to eat no fat or low fat yogurt, Ryan Feeney. Extra fat. Uh, my second guest literally has a pirate ship in his backyard. Austin Arr. Murphy. <laughs> Very true. And my third guest, um, it, today it is his mother's birthday. My brother, Christopher Manella. It was so boring. Could have been, <laughs> Could have been either of us. So guys, today we are talking all about the man himself, our good friend, Mr. Foot, Bigfoot. Oh, okay. I like this. Before we jump into the stories, I have to ask, does everyone think that there's a possibility that there really is Bigfoot out there? Do, do any of you guys believe, or do you guys think that there's just no way? I'm going to say I love that there are these shows like Finding Bigfoot, and um, <laughs> they spend like 10 seasons trying to find <laughs> Bigfoot, and they never find anything. Yeah. And I guess they're just milking it for the, for totally the show, are. just they to totally keep are. the show going. You know, like, oh, what was that little shadow we saw on this uh, thing here? Um, I'm going to say like 90% no. I don't think there's a Bigfoot. Austin? Now he ended that with saying he doesn't think there's a Bigfoot. I disagree. I'm like 85% sure there is a big foot. <laughs> Someone out there has got to have really big feet. Exactly. Uh, Shaq at least has some very big feet. Yeah. Right. You know. You're right. You're right. Seriously, though, like think about how much of this earth we don't know anything about and how many animals are endangered that we think are gone that really might exist. What if Bigfoot's just like a super monkey, like a really big gorilla? And like is it an endangered species? You don't see a lot of them because I've heard about them in Europe. I've heard about them in America. Maybe there's a lot of them. Christopher? 50-50. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I agree with Austin. I feel like I'm not 100% convinced that there really is a Bigfoot, but I definitely think that there are animals and creatures out there that we probably haven't discovered yet, especially in the ocean. Um, yeah. and a Bigfoot isn't in the ocean. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying Ooh, that in general. As far as we know. So we're not talking about necessarily one Bigfoot. We're talking about big feet. Big feet. Mm -hmm. like, a, like a species of big feet. That's big a little more plausible. I'm still skeptical. Bigfoot is plural. Bigfoot, yeah, it's you're like right. It's moose. Yep, you're right, you're ah. right. Um, I but, don't know if that's true, though. Yeah, apparently they are They are a whole species, and you can find them in multiple states. There's more, way more than just one of them, but still, like, really, really rare and endangered. That's the reason why we don't see them very often, and they're super dangerous, which is why when people do see them, it's not like they just, like, hunt it, and then they bring it back and then have proof. It's like... Uh, I want you to think about this real quick. Think of a pack of Bigfoot. There's a whole pack of them. Crazy. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah, scary. I wouldn't want to take them on. Big feats. Like a whole many, pack, many and there's like, a, like there's like a rare one, a hollow one. Reverse <laughs> hollow, yeah. Bigfoot. PSA <laughs> 10. Yeah. You yeah. know what you're going to get? Story number one. 
So there's a group of friends, there's eight of them, and it's one of the guy's birthdays. And he wants to take all of them on a camping trip for his birthday this weekend. So one of the guys in the group just started dating this new girl, and he wants to bring his girlfriend along, and he's like, hey, I really want you to come on this camping trip with me and my friends. She doesn't really want to go. She doesn't like the idea of camping. She's never done it before. It kind of scares her, creeps her out. She's like, ah, I don't know if I want to join you guys. He's like, I promise you'll be safe. Like, it's there's going to be eight of us there. Nothing's going to go wrong, right? So... She's like, fine, I'll come with you. So she comes along on the trip, and... She's the ninth? She's the ninth okay. person. Mm-hmm. And everything's going fine. They're just having a campfire. They're all just chilling, hanging out, you know? It's getting dark. It's getting time for them to to hit the hay. So what they do is they set up their tent, and they go inside and whatever. Now, fast forward to after everyone has fallen asleep. It's now the middle of the night, and... The only one who's not asleep is the girl because she's still a little bit freaked out about sleeping in the middle of the woods, understandably. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she starts hearing these noises coming from in the distance of the forest. It sounds like some rustling, some like branches, maybe even some trees snapping. And she's kind of freaking out. She wakes up her boyfriend. She's like, hey, I hear these noises out in the woods. And he's just like, oh, like we're in the woods. Probably a bear, probably an animal. It's probably okay. Probably a bear? Then that's supposed to be comforting? <laughs> yeah. well, well, no, 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 but it's it's in the distance. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. It's just, he's basically just trying to say, like, it's probably just an animal. Oh. We're in the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no big deal. He goes back to sleep. She tries to go back to sleep, but she can't. And then that's when some time passes and she just hears this really weird scream. There's, like, this really high-pitched scream that also kind of has, like, uh, a very bassy tone to it, almost as if she feels like she can feel it. And it's loud, and it is extended. It is a long scream. So now she's really freaked out. She goes to wake up her boyfriend for the second time, but he's already up. She goes to wake him, and he's like, yeah, you don't have to say anything. I heard it. So at this point, the scream had woken up a few other people in the tent as well. And they're all like, okay, um, we heard it too. They wake up the rest of the guys who weren't awake and they're all sitting there. They explained what just happened, what they heard. And that's when it starts getting closer, right? So they start hearing like the, the movements of the, the leaves and the footsteps getting closer and closer. And they're like, all right, whatever this is, just stay in the tent. It's our best bet. It won't see us. And then they hear this huge bang from right outside of their tent. One of the guys peeks out really quick and he sees this huge rock right in front of their tent. Much too large for like a human to have picked up and thrown. Like a boulder? Yeah, it's basically, it's not a boulder, it's a rock. (laughs) To quote SpongeBob. Um, But yeah, there's basically this huge boulder right in front of the tent. They're sitting there. One of them notices a really odd smell, a gross odor. Like, what is that? Next thing they know, the tent comes collapsing in on them. Something swung and knocked down the tent in just like one hit. So the tent falls on top of them and then they hear footsteps running away. It's just a tent, right? It didn't harm them. They're all fine. They move the, the tent off them. By the time they get the tent off, they can't really tell because it's pretty dark, but they're pretty sure they see this huge hairy thing running off into the woods and it's running like on two feet like a human. Um, and it never comes back. 
That's that's the last time that they uh, experience it. The next day in the woods was fine, but they all stay up. They do not get any sleep that mm-hmm. night. And that is the end of story number one. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. I think this is a really interesting story. But like, because it's it seems believable, at least you know if you're willing to suspend some level of disbelief. Um, what? Okay, keep going. If you're willing to believe it, it's believable. <laughs> yeah. um, like, what was the what was Bigfoot's motivation there? Just to like intimidate these people? Like, what did he want? If we knew Bigfoot's motivation yeah. for anything, I think. All three of the stories I'm going to tell today would probably be very different. You know, maybe he was trying to help. He's like, you know what, you guys, you're in the middle of the woods. I listen. This isn't your thing. So here's a big rock for protection. (laughs) I'm going to knock down your tent because it's, you know, everyone can kind of see it. It's kind of obvious. (laughs) And then then you guys will go right back to sleep and I'll be out of here. You won't even know I was here. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to help. Yeah. This Bigfoot sounds like a prankster almost. What I'm getting out of it is like, hey, here's this rock. Boom. Hey, there goes your tent. Boom, knocks it down. And they're like, what was that? They look outside. He's just sprinting away. Yeah. <laughs> or he was just like playing kickball. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ooh, wow. They are that strong. Maybe, honestly. <laughs> it was just a, it was just a prank, bro. Oh, yeah. They were playing like volleyball or kickball, all the Bigfoot. And then like, but they play with a rock because they're so strong. Yeah. And then it went out of bounds. So he was just, he was just simply trying to go get it. And yeah. he saw this oh. tent and he got scared. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? Because people, people get hyped when they play. The scream was him like yeah. spiking. Oh, it. Like, it all makes sense. And then they all yeah. debated who had to go get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was him. Yeah. Because yeah. he woke everybody else scared. up. It was like, yeah. wow, look at this. I will say... Uh, this has nothing to do with the story, um, but when I was doing research for this episode, I I read one article about a guy who was uh, who claims to have lured Bigfoot out using pizza because he likes pizza, and I thought that that was so funny because that's literally the album cover for my podcast. It's me and Bigfoot eating pizza together. <laughs> oh, that definitely <laughs> got us. We definitely would have just said that was a made up one. We would have lost it. That's so why I didn't yeah. pick that one because yeah. it was too familiar to my uh, podcast cover. But that really was one that I read online, and I was like, that is so funny. No, that's crazy. That's um, crazy. I think it's uh, at least believable for someone on the internet to make up. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Story number two. So there are two families. They are both fairly large families um, and they're family friends, right? So one family is going to the other family's house. The house that they're going to, they own a lot of property. It's a pretty large property and right behind their house is like this huge hill and like a lot of woods. It's basically just woods behind them. Two of the kids from family number one go out to play with two of the kids from family number two and they take their dog out they're just playing in this really really huge backyard there's a new shed that's being built in that backyard but they decide to just like go in there and like hang out like that's that's what kids do right these kids are like uh there's somewhere around 10 11 while they're in the shed one of the kids just goes hey do you guys smell that horrible smell 
The other kids don't smell anything at first, and they're kind of like, no, you're you're crazy. But then as time goes on, the smell starts to get stronger and stronger. One of the kids couldn't handle the smell so much that he just pukes. He throws up all over the place. That's when there starts to be like these, these rumblings. They hear really, really loud noises of footprints coming towards the shed. So... They're like, what the heck is that? This thing reeks. That's super, super loud. They can like literally feel it. The dog that they're with, all the hairs on the dog just start standing up. But instead of like cowering in fear, it like goes out there as if it wants to protect the kids. So it runs out there and the kid is like, no, like, I don't want you going out there. I don't know what this thing is that we're we're hearing and smelling. I so the kid runs after the dog. He doesn't want the dog to get hurt. And the kid is like, no, don't go out there. You're going to get hurt too. So all the kids now run out and they turn the corner of the shed and they see this huge, huge thing that looks like Bigfoot just staring at them. Every time that it takes a step, the entire shed literally like sways, like it's literally shaking the ground. So it sees the kids and it just starts yelling. It just starts screaming and it sprints back to where it came from. And it's so, this hill that was behind the house is like really steep. No human can get up this thing quickly, okay? This thing got up the entire hill in like seconds. Like it's fast. This hill was no problem. And it's swatting trees and branches and bushes away from it the whole way. Like it's nothing. Nothing gets through this thing. And it runs all the way up and the kids are freaked out. They're panicked. They go run back towards the house. And they just sit there on the porch. Two of the other kids start throwing up now. They're crying. They're all panicking. The parents and the families come out and they're like, what just happened here? And they're like, we just saw this crazy looking monster run into the woods. It smelled really bad. It was shaking the whole shed. The parents are like, you probably just saw like a bear or something. They swear that they know what they saw and it was not a bear. And that is the end of story number two. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. I'm sus. Kids make stuff up all the time. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this one. Yeah. I feel like there aren't enough details. Like, the the previous story had, like, the boulder was a good detail. The tent falling down was a good detail. The shed swaying? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? shaking, but not swaying. You guys are SpongeBob fans? Yeah. Yeah. Remember the scene when, like, Patrick comes into the stadium on the guy's back. Boom. Yeah. Boom. That's what this <laughs> Which episode of. is that? It's uh, the Fracka Games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what this reminded me of. And, and this I, guy who's carrying the other contestant, who's carrying the real <laughs> contestant, Patrick. <laughs> is it, I'm serious, though. Like this, I think maybe Anthony drew something from it. It could be an Anthony story. I could see this us. See, but Anthony hates SpongeBob. It's a well-known thing. Oh, my goodness. Thing. That's so yeah. not true, but Feeney always brings this up as if I hate SpongeBob. He does this all the time. I feel like it's more of a Seth thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, actually, yeah, it's it is a Seth thing. I feel like Ryan also brings it up. Yeah. I feel like I always get made fun of just because one time I said I wasn't as big a fan as you guys were growing up. Never did I say I hated SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't watch it as much. I've known Anthony since we were kids. I've never known him as not like SpongeBob. Yeah. I, I don't even remember this. Joke yeah. being even be made. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah you, you were in a... I think it was him, Ryan, and Seth that were over. Yeah. And it just became this, like, running gag now where they all claim that I hate SpongeBob, and that's just so not true. <laughs> At least the old episodes were, like, so good. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, bar, bar. Is it time for a break? Time for a game. Almost. 
we're going to take a break in a second. But first, we have a quick little mini game that we're going to play. So we are going to play a little game of Mad Libs. So I'm going to I made up my own like Bigfoot sighting story here. But you guys really are the ones who are going to put all the details in it. I love this. <laughs> um, so the first thing that I need for the Mad Libs is can you pick a name, a person's name? Like someone we know? Uh, it could be it could, any name in the world. Just give me a name. Larry. Larry. Okay. Oh, oh we starting off good. <laughs> For those who don't know, Larry is my father. All right. Late night, Larry. So, can you give me a place? Real place, fictional place. Anywhere in the world. Mount Could Vesuvius. Re- Mount Vesuvius. That's good. I always associate these Bigfoot stories with like the Pacific Northwest. So, can you give me not necessarily like a place, but a location, like a local location? Like McDonald's or something? Okay, or? McDonald's. Perfect. Okay. All right. Give me an adjective. Running. That's a verb. I know I did. Clandestine. What? Yeah. It means something that's done in secret, often because what's going on is like kind of like illicit or like risque. Like you might have a clandestine rendezvous with your mistress. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Can you give me an object? <laughs> Rums. Drums. I like that one a lot. Can you give me a part of the body? Pinky toe? <laughs> I think I broke mine the other day. Really? Yeah, I've been hurting for two weeks now. Oh, no. It's so annoying. Okay. Did you get that checked out? Give me a number. Any number besides zero or one, preferably. Ooh, pi. Pi? Yeah, pi. 3.14. Right. 3.14. <laughs> well, okay. 3.14159. Yeah, you know. Yeah, make sure you say it all. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a verb? Sleeping? Yeah, I'm good with sleeping. I think we're all good with sleeping, right? Yeah. Can you give me an emotion or a feeling, like happy or something? Melancholy. Oh, I love that. I love <laughs> that. That's good. That reminds me of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Definitely. Why? It's always raining up there. Oh. Give me a verb ending in ing. Caressing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Incredibly done. <laughs> Can you give me an, another object? Antelope? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, cantaloupe is funny. Okay. Um, another verb ending in ing. Rock climbing. Oh my goodness! All right, and then give me a relative, someone like uh, like dad, aunt, godfather. Okay, godfather. That is the last one. Okay. Are we ready to hear the the uh, Bigfoot sighting that we just created? Yeah, I'm I can't so wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> Hello, my name is Larry, and this is my real Bigfoot encounter. A few years ago, I went on a vacation to Mount Vesuvius. While I was there. I thought it would be fun to go for a walk to the nearest McDonald's, but I was wrong. Once I arrived, I saw a clandestine Bigfoot hiding behind some drums. I was so scared that even my pinky toe started shaking. I didn't know what to do, so I stood there frozen, staring at him for 3.14 days. <laughs> after I finished staring, my next reaction was to sleep. And so that's what I did. <laughs> when Bigfoot saw this, he started caressing himself. <laughs> oh, wow. He, 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 never meant to, he never meant to scare me after all. So I felt bad. That's when I decided to grab my cantaloupe and invite him to go rock climbing with me. 
<laughs> we got very close after this bonding experience. He is now my godfather. The end. <laughs> wow. That was, that's a heartwarming story. That was amazing. That one's true, right? Yeah. That is a true story. Um, thank you for playing along. That was... I gotta do the Mad Libs thing again. That, that was, was so really that was good. fun. That was, that was awesome. Did you write that story yourself? Yeah, I wrote that. Oh, that was very good. That was very good. Um, yeah, I did that. The library wrote it all. Yeah. Over. No, it did. It made it ten <laughs> times better. Yeah, the fact that this story was told from my dad's point of view makes it even better. Yeah, I like that. Now you have a new grandfather. <laughs> he looked at the Bigfoot from behind the drums <laughs> for three point one four days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just shaking yeah. the whole time. I, that's why. <laughs> okay. So that is it for our little mini game. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we are going to jump right into story number three. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we are back. Are you guys ready to hear story number three? Affirmative. All right. I'm locked in. Story number three. So there is a uh, a guy who knows someone who owns a ranch. It's oh, a this is on Mac and Fake. Wait, what? There's this guy yeah. who knows someone who owns this ranch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. But for real, though, yeah. there's a guy who knows someone who owns a cattle ranch, and the guy who owns the ranch is letting him and a couple of his friends stay in that cabin for, you know, for a couple of days to go hunting. So six guys get together to go hunting, and... On the way up there, the guy who, <laughs> I know this sounds vague again, but the guy who knows the guy who owns the ranch basically has warned them and said, like, I've seen some weird things in these woods. And everyone in the car kind of, like, brushed it off, didn't believe anything, whatever. So they go about their, you know, their trip, they're doing their thing. Day one, they're hunting, nothing happens, everything's fine. Day two rolls around, and only two of the friends decide to go out. They go together, but then once they're in the woods, they just go split up and see if they can find anything. One guy finds a deer, hunts the deer, all good. The other guy finds something a little bit different. <laughs> and he sees a tree that is snapped in half. There's a huge handprint in the tree. And there's these huge footprints right by the tree. The guy is like very, very confused by this and he's very curious and he decides to follow the footprints for a little bit see if he finds anything and along his walk he starts smelling this horrendous smell which is just a common thing with these bigfoots so he follows the whole trail up and it leads him to he doesn't see any more uh, uh footprints and he finds another tree with basically the same thing snapped in half huge handprint in it and he's like all right there's something weird here so he runs and he goes and he finds his other friend and his friend is like hey i found a deer and then the friend is like, yeah, I found something else. So they go back to the cabin and they tell the rest of the friends who didn't come out with them what they saw. It's getting a little bit late. It's getting dark. And uh, but they're all curious about this thing. So they're like, can you take us to, to this spot where you saw this? So since it's dark, though, they don't want to walk there. They pull the, there's a little dirt road like runs parallel to the woods and they pull the truck up as far as they can. They get out. And he shows them, he's like, this is where I was. That These are the footprints. There's the tree. That's when they start hearing some noises that are coming from the forest. But it's not just like, oh, there's something coming towards us from that direction. 
they hear it from all around them. They start to freak out, and it's getting closer and closer and louder and louder. They're like, all right, let's just get out of here. I don't know if I want to know what that thing is. They run to the truck, they turn the headlights on, and they see two Bigfoot right from where they just ran from. They just put that car into reverse, they back out of there, they go back to that cabin, and that's basically it. It's just, they were just these huge, hairy, freaky looking creatures. Who knows what would have happened if they stuck around in the area to find out. I do. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the end of story number three. Well, what would have happened, Toph? How would the story have continued? Picnic. Yeah. With Bigfoot? Caressing. Yeah. Cookie toes. I know how it really would have happened. (laughs) The exact same thing would have actually happened no matter what. Because they are liars. They didn't actually see Bigfoot. So the moment they would have gotten into their car, even 20 minutes later and turned on the lights, boom, they would have seen Bigfoot there. So you think they made it up, but it's it's not. Oh, I'm not sure if Anthony Anthony made it. I'm just saying in the story, these guys are. Same thing would happen no matter what. That's my opinion on it. Oh. Yeah, it seems like a very dramatic thing. Yeah. Like, oh, we turn on the headlights and we and see they were the, there where we yeah. were. <laughs> That's such like a horror movie trope. Yeah. But what do we feel in the realness? Or did Anthony make it? They're on a cattle ranch or the woods? It's a cattle ranch. But, uh, but, but they go to the woods. Yeah, but they go to the woods. Okay. There's a there's a, a road that leads to the woods. Uh, I feel like if they were Bigfoot around there, like, wouldn't the Bigfoot have been helping themselves to some of these cattle? I think we need to notice something. When you look at the stories, right, he talks about Bigfoot, he talks about the smell, he talks about the loud sounds. Mm-hmm. Scream. Scream, right? In the second one, what did he talk about, though? Because those are both found in the first and third he, one. He talked about the scream and the smell. Yeah, but, like, it was not near as descriptive. I feel like he borrowed some from one and borrowed some from the other to make his story, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Or he maybe left out something to make his story, you know what I mean? So I feel like his story is, like, the... Either the most or the least. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not going to be one of the middle ones. You know what I mean? So that's where, that's why I think the second one is fair because the second one has like not a lot of details at all. Okay, I'm going to recap all three stories real quick and then I'm going to give you a final minute to make your decisions. Story number one, it's this girl's first time camping. She hears some noises in the woods. She hears a really loud scream. They wake up to a huge bang and a rock in front of them and they swear that they see something running off into the distance. Story number two, Some kids are playing in a shed. There's a really horrendous smell that fills the shed. The dog gets really scared, starts barking at something, runs out there. They all run out and they swear that they see this Bigfoot and then he sprints away. Story number three, a bunch of people go out for hunting. One of the guys finds a broken tree and some footsteps, follows it, takes the rest of the guys back there to show him what he saw. And that's when they hear some noises coming towards them. They run back to the car. They turn on the lights, they see two Bigfoot, just uh, where they just came from. Go. Okay, so this is what we got to notice very quickly, is that the second story was children. Yeah. First story and the third story were adults. Yeah. And the third story takes place on a ranch next to a bunch of a forest. And I feel like that is already just a bad idea. So that does make sense because let alone Bigfoot, any other animal could just get into the enclosure as well and kill the cattle. You know yeah. what I mean? Also, there are two Bigfoot at the end the third one. of the yeah. third story. <laughs> yeah. What are the chances of seeing one, let alone two? <laughs> like, are these kids writing their Reddit story? That's what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. At what point do you get an account from a kid, Did actually? this happen yeah. like 20 years ago? Yeah. When I was a kid, this is what happened. Yeah, I can see that. Mm. I would go with the third story. So we're, we're one is safe, right? One I is, think one is safe. If we lose because it's one, I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't know. I really, I'm not sure between two and three. 
Two seems like it's probably made up. I could imagine someone on the internet making up story number three, though. And you're right also, why would a cattle ranch be like right next to the woods? That seems like like coyotes or like wolves. Yeah. Right there, Which yeah. is why I think three is fake. Yeah, I'll say three is fake. Oh, I thought it was two until you said that. Yeah, I think three. Yeah. Okay. Guys, you think three also? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, we're going story three is the one that Anthony made up. You were locking in story number three. Feeny, would you like to do the honors and lock it in? Uh, no deal. <laughs> okay. In other words, Feeny is locked in. <laughs> Story number three. Oh, I'm so mad already. It's number two. Uh, yeah. It's number two. Guys, story number three is not the one that I made up. I'm so. I was <laughs> mad even before you said it. I knew it. Because I knew it. Is it two? You want to give it a second guess? Okay, this is just for number two. We are, we're the guess is just for fun. I don't yeah. want to give it a second guess. <laughs> if story number one is the one that you made up, I'm just gonna leave. I hope it's number one, actually. I hope it's number one too. Because I'll be really mad if it's number yeah, two. Yeah, I'll be really mad if it's number two. It is number one that I made up. Oh, oh thank, thank God. God! Thank God! Oh, oh God. wow! I actually, for a second, was like maybe it's number one, but no. I didn't yeah, think I'm about it. Really, you know yeah. what? Because because when all the stories are made up, it's so hard to know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> yeah. So story number two was told from a guy who's now forty-five. That's what I figured. Who mm. who basically said this happened to me when I was a kid. I, I swear that this happened. Um. And yeah, that was you know he fever like, dream. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that was I. I don't. I didn't really leave anything out of that one. Um. I don't think I really left anything out of story number three either. Sometimes I leave things out just to, you know, for time and whatever, or because they're in details that are not important. But yeah. I think I left in all the stuff that really matters for both of those stories. Someone has cattle right next to the woods. Yeah. So yeah, that, that yeah. was true. That was true. Someone apparently does have cattle next I mean, to the woods. I mean, it's not the worst thing I've heard that before. And if you watch Walking Dead, it's also in The Walking Dead, but that's also a TV show and it's not supposed to be like that. It's a very bad idea. I'm just mm. letting you all know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Apparently that part of it is yeah. true. And the, uh, the people who swore that they saw two Bigfoot um, that also is true. I know you guys were kind of iffy on that. But yeah, I made up the whole boulder thing. Every time, I feel like the, the story that you made up was like more intricate. And that's yeah. the reason we don't pick it. I, I don't did know say every it would either be the most the intricate Spanish, or the least. And mm, I, we chose actually intricate. the middle one for no reason. But I did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. For those of you listening anywhere where you get your podcasts, please give this podcast a rate and review and subscribe to the podcast for free. It really helps us out. For those of you watching the video version over on YouTube, make sure to give this video a like, leave a comment letting us know what you thought, and subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss when we post new episodes. If you have stories of your own, whether they're real or fake, if you have a real encounter with some creature, something weird that happened to you, or you just have a fake story that you want me to use as the lie for a future episode, please send them all my way. I'd love to hear them. You can send them in to me either at my Instagram, at culture35, or at truemythsonelie at gmail.com, whichever you prefer. That is about it. Guys, thank you for joining me, and wow. thank you all for watching and listening. We will see you again on Friday with a brand new comedy skit, and again next Tuesday with a brand new episode of True Myths, One Lie. Bye, guys.